Want to teach your kids financial literacy, but not sure where to start? Greenlight can help. With Greenlight, parents can keep an eye on kids' spending and saving, while kids and teens use a card of their own to build money confidence. As a parent, you can send instant money transfers, set up chores, automate allowance, and more. It's a convenient way to run your household, customized to your family's needs, and the easy way to raise financially smart kids. Get started with Greenlight today and get your first month free at greenlight.com slash ACAST. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Welcome along to Help I Sexted My Boss. Helpful advice for the daily struggles of modern life. Well, most of the time. Just so you know, you may find the conversations in this podcast a little bit offensive. If that's you, go and listen to something boring. Hello and welcome to Help I Sexted My Boss, the podcast where we help you navigate the challenges of modern life, aiming to answer your 21st century questions to find solutions to everyday dilemmas. Like, what would you do if your girlfriend tells you she's pregnant on April Fool's Day? Or, what if you fell in love with your best mate's mum? And of course, obviously, what should you do if you've sexted your boss? But we're not your usual agony aunts, are we, William? No, that voice you hear is Jordan North. Hiya. He's a radio DJ by mm-hmm. profession and a keen aficionado of a Lancashire hot pot, whatever that is. <laughs> An aficionado? Aficionado. Is that actually a word? Yes. Okay. And sat opposite me is probably the poshest bloke you will ever meet in your life. He's William Hanson, the UK's leading etiquette expert and all-round fuddy-duddy. Is that a real word? Yes, it definitely is. Now, uh, William sounds like he's in his 50s going on 60, but he's not. He's actually the same age as me, 27. Oh. I'm 28, actually. Oh, you're 28? I think oh, we should yeah. very much make clear that I'm the senior. Yeah, when were you 28? In September. Oh, of course you were. Me and William, by the way, are friends. Like We've been mates for... How, long, how many years have we been mates for? Eight years, maybe? Yeah, since about 2011, haven't we? Yes, I can remember you were um, shadowing the team at BBC Radio 5 That's Live, right, yeah. And you were sitting at the end of the presenter's desk, and I had come in to talk about something, something napkin-related, probably. Yeah. And uh, you were asked to then, you know, escort me out the building at the end of my feature. And, uh, you know, yes. we, had, we had a nice chat down the very long corridor... And I thought, well, we won't keep in touch. <laughs> and uh, unbeknownst to me, here we are. Yeah, we're still mates. You wouldn't put us together, really, would you? Because we're completely opposite. No, I took you out for dinner once and uh, you ordered mussels. And uh, anyway, you, the, the, the waiter was starting to prepare your, your table setting oh. and he brought a finger bowl, as is the thing with uh, mussels and finger food. And he put it in front of you and you looked at him and went... I didn't order the soup. <laughs> I thought it was soup. It was I've, water with a lemon in it. Well, I thought it was like 
posh, you know, like cold soup with lemon in. Consomme. Is that what that's called? Consomme. Well, no, but consomme is generally a slightly more translucent right. uh, consistency. Okay. But anyway, we're mates, and this podcast is all about helping out you if you've got any problems or now, troubles. It is, yes. We, we are here to give advice. But before we do that, I think we need to settle in. Now, I've brought along... Uh, now we're talking. ...a little drink for us to have. Yep. Uh, you'll notice uh, a bottle of gin. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we're not just having the gin. Don't touch okay. it. Don't pour. And then we have a bottle of Dubonnet. 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 It's uh, Spelled D-U-B-O... Double N. Double N-E-T. Correct, yes. It is the um, Queen Mother's, or it was the Queen Mother's favourite drink, and I do believe Her Majesty the Queen currently likes it. Really? And you mix them together. Right. So it's one part uh, Dubonnet and mm-hmm. the other part gin. Okay. Right. It's my I've had a really bad day drink. As oh, I, is in it? this instance, I'm just having it earlier than anticipated. You're not driving home, are you? No, I'm not. The bonnet. The bonnet. It's like Merlot, isn't it? You know yes. what I'm saying? Now, I should just point out, usually you have this in a nice glass. Sadly, things being what they are here, oh, there we go. the budget for this podcast is minimal. We've got them in mugs, which I'm not very happy about, I'll be honest. Yep. There's no ice either, no slice of lemon. Ooh, now, there's not smells. much because you won't need it. Taste right. it. Cheers. No, don't don't clink. Why? Just clink. No, we don't. It's do you not, not it's clink? Not etiquette. I'll you explain actually, that another day. Okay. As to do you why actually we not do clink? That. Right. It goes back to pirates. So this is my first ever gin de bonnet. Gin and de bonnet. Gin and de bonnet. The Queen Mother's favourite drink. Should we, should we toast the Queen? Mm, to the Queen. Just say the Queen. Oh. The Queen. The Queen. Oh, no wonder Queen Mum had a moustache. That puts hairs on your chest, that. I don't think the late <laughs> Queen Mother had a moustache. Oh. Oh. Did you drink it all? No, I've only had a, a, a sip. Do you drink that? Well, not not every day, no. Oh, really? Anyway, should we crash on? Yes, shall we? So, um, if you want our help with something on the podcast, then you can tweet us at sextedmyboss. Uh, you can send your tales to help at sextedmyboss.com. You couldn't read that word, could you? <laughs> Trepidation. Is that what he said? Yes. <laughs> Uh, shall, I, shall I read this? Yeah, bit? go on, you read that bit. What does he say? You can send your tales of trepidation <laughs> to help at sextedmyboss.com. A, a perfect cheers for calling me out there, trepidation. Let or, me know if there are any other words over two syllables you want me to help you with. <laughs> or you can write to William, who promises, this is a pinky promise from William, a handwritten reply on his own letter-headed paper. The address is on the website sextedmyboss.com uh, and this episode is all about first dates. Now, I, I went on a first date about 18 months ago and um, I'm not good at these because I, I once shook my date's hand at the end of the evening. I did that. Really? I did. Are you meant to kiss them or hug them? Or... Well, you see, it depends how it it's goes, awkward. really. I... Um, on this date was a very nice uh, Latino gentleman and uh, they they kiss everybody they kiss you in the supermarket even if they haven't met you before and uh, I cannot imagine you were a Latino gentleman he was very nice at the date as it as it stood went on very well and I thought yes I'll see him again and I was going off to uh, China on a, on a work trip yeah and I said to him, look, well, tomorrow I go to, to Shanghai, but it was so lovely. William teaches um, etiquette across the world anyway. Go on. Uh, it was so lovely to, to see you again in a few weeks' time. And I extended my hand and we shook hands. And then when I got back and I messaged him, saying, oh, you know, let's go on a second date. He said, oh, 
well, I thought you just wanted to keep it as friends. And I said, oh. well, why is that? He said, I, I shook your hand. You're not meant to shake hands, are you, really? It's, well, it's I very think British. It, it is very British, and I still think it was the right thing to do. But I think perhaps I should have... Uh, my cross-cultural awareness, I mean, I teach that really, was, was fairly low. But I wasn't working. I was in a social capacity. And uh, I perhaps should have realised that maybe at least a hug uh, or just a, a peck on the cheek. Did you meet on Grinder? What? Come off it like I was never it. on that. I was on something for a better class of person called Grander. Are you joking? No, it's it's only it's, it's invitation only. No, there's no such thing as Grander. It's for slightly more upmarket people. Really? Mm. Where would you go on a first date? Where's a good place to go on a first well, date? Well, I think keep it short. Okay. I think keep it short because if it goes terribly wrong, so go for a coffee or something or just a, a you know quick. A gin and a bonnet. A gin and a bonnet, Perhaps. yeah. Perhaps. Don't go for a whole meal. OK, could you invite someone round to yours on a first date? Or is that a oh, bit weird? no, no, that's a bit, uh, especially in this day and age, that's a I've bit alarm bells. before. Oh. Yeah, is that not good? Not really, no. No. I think from a safety point of view, I wouldn't want to go round, well, I wouldn't want to go round to your house, <laughs> and I know you, but I, I wouldn't <laughs> want to go round to someone's house I'd never met. If someone invites you round, they're looking for a shag, aren't they, really? Mm. Go for a coffee is a good first date. Go for date. a nice, uh, yeah. A mate told me, go to the cinema, then you'd have to speak to him. Well, what's the point of that? Well, he's in sight, because I like cinema, and I go like two two times a week anyway, so... I don't think it's very good for a date. No? No. No? Bowling? Uh, yes, you could go bowling. What about a walk? Yes, I mean, it's fine. Again, you don't want to take them into the woods. I couldn't, yeah, I guess for that's reason. creepy, isn't it, really? What about, hang on, here we go, not I've ever done this, a football match... Well, if you took me to a football match on a date, uh, you definitely wouldn't get uh, yeah. a second date, whether we shook hands or otherwise at the end. What are the three questions you should ask your date then? Right, say I'm going on a date now. Right, let's think of... I'm going on a date. Right, what's the three questions? How was your day is always a good one. How was your day? Nice open question. How what was sort of day, day have you had? OK, how was your day? What else? Don't ask them about the job. Ask them how do they spend a majority of their time. Spend your... Oh, yeah, I like that. Spend your time. What are you into? Well, not like that, because they no, could misinterpret like, not like... <laughs> the gimp masks are all... I don't know what you mean. Spend your time. OK, and a third question. Think of a really good question. You can write this down if you're listening as well. Um, how was your journey here? No, come on, we can do... That's, that's boring, that. Yeah, that's well boring. Oh. Come on. I see we've got, we've got input from the gallery, unsolicited yeah. advice. How was your journey? Well, jumped on Metro at eight. Come on, think of another question. How was your day? Spend your time. Talk about a shared experience. So talk about something in the in the the venue. Gosh, this gin and bonnet no, is so lovely. No. What about what about like a really corny question like if you could have a meal with four celebrities, who would it be? Yes, or my Dead my stock dinner part is a flagging question is if you were dying tomorrow, what would your last meal be? You've asked me that before at one of your dinner parties, you cheeky cat. What are you trying to say? Well, just sometimes it's just the conversation. Needs pepping up. William has uh, candlelight suppers and, and uh, canopy parties, and I've been to many of them, many you of have. them over the years. Made and a scene at most of them. <laughs> I was going to say, I stuck out like a sore thumb at each and every one of them, and I? Yes, but you're there for what is termed in the media industry balance. Balance. So we know that today's questions are all about first dates, William. We cannot be held responsible for the nature of the following conversations. So. So we've got a we've got an envelope in front of us here. Yeah, I'm looking forward to this. This is the it? best bit. Go on, yes, yes. Go on. Shall I have another de bonnet? Shall I pour as yeah, one? Please be careful. Ooh. Okay, this is a, uh, a dilemma that someone has sent in. This is great. We're just, just reading questions. That's enough. Thank you. I'm getting pissed. 
my sort of... Are you ready? Yes, go for it. We met about seven. I'd just come from a works drinks do, so I was in a buoyant mood, and we were getting on well. We drank a bottle of wine between us in the bar where we met and then went out for an Italian meal, presumably. After finishing his pizza, he he threw up on himself. By this point, I was fairly drunk, so my memory is hazy, but I know it was pretty watery and gross. I was kind of in shock. This is too much detail. He then dashed to the bathroom to clean himself up while I called for the bill with some urgency. He came back with some excuse about shouldn't mix cheese with wine. And on the way out, he tried to kiss me goodbye. It's a shame because he was quite funny and likeable, but some things you just cannot recover. Help me, please. Where should you draw the line at saying no to the next date? Is it at vomit? Right. She's saying there now, or he, that um, if somebody's sick on a date, should you probably you probably shouldn't date them again? Yeah, we agree well, on I that. Mean, if they if they were sick, as in they were unwell, mm. they, you know, they were sick because no, they, they had pissed. some sort of right. Well, then I would uh, it would put me off. So my question now, right? Mm. Should you put out on a first date because she's thinking, do you know what? He's he's a bit of an idiot. He's been sick, but I might as well put out. No, no. I would even say that you shouldn't even go for what in the vernacular is called a snog on a first date. I hate that word. You want them coming back for something more, you know, get them, get them excuse Yeah, but I'm saying if you're not going to meet date. them for a second, if, if you know you're not going to go on a second date, but they're all right looking and you're all adults, you think, should we just have sex tonight? This podcast is brought to you by eHarmony, the dating app to find someone you can be yourself with. Why doesn't eHarmony allow copy and paste in first messages? Because you are unique, and your conversations should reflect that. eHarmony wants you to find someone who will get you. How are you going to know who gets you? If people send you the same generic conversation starters, they message everyone else. Conversations that actually help you get to know each other. Imagine that. Get who gets you on eHarmony. Sign up today. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Oh. No? I think that's a bit, that's a bit um, morally dubious. So in this day and age... Mm. Really? Yes. I mean, we're all grown-ups, right? Okay. All right. Got another another envelope. No name? N- uh, not on this one. The Tinder date that broke the camel's back. Ooh, she on. messaged me after an hour saying, I think there's something you should know before we meet. After discussing every terrible possibility it could be with my friend, it turned out that she had a three-year-old child. Ah. No, no big deal. Yeah. Got to the date, awkward introductions, turns out she's a dental nurse and she's qualified to do the job in any country. I joke, asking why she hasn't moved to Barbados yet, to which she replies, I'd have to murder my fucking baby daddy first. 
This went into a half-hour half tirade against her child's father. Desperately trying to change the subject as she paused for breath, I asked her what being a mum is like, and she seamlessly switched gears into giving me a graphic account of what it's like to give birth, including a detailed analysis of three rounds of reconstructive vaginal surgery. <laughs> I think I had a pretty shocked look on my face because she finished by looking herself up and down and then scowling at me, saying, It's all right now. Staggering. How much life detail is okay to share on a first date? Wow. I mean, yes. That was a, that's a, that's a, that's a great email. First of all, we forgot to, we should have mentioned this first and foremost. Rule number one on a first date don't mention your ex. No, not at all. Which I have done before. Have you? Yeah. Mm. Don't mention your ex on a first date, not even on a second or third date. No, I don't, to be honest, okay. not, not even ten dates down the line. Rule number two, right, and this is a given, and I, th- I thought everyone should have known this, don't mention vaginal reconstruction surgery on a first date. No. It's not appropriate. No. What it's is, too much What is that? Well, I think generally, I mean, the, the, the sort of the, the small talk taboo topics we don't mention sex, money, health, politics and religion. And that one comes under both sex and health. Sex, money, politics. Health. Health. Religion. Religion. I mean, for you, that doesn't leave much. <laughs> hey, I can talk about other things and... Go on. But you'd want... You'd, see, yeah, right, if you're on a date, OK, you'd want to know if they've got a bit of money. It's not like... How can well, I like, yeah, but you, I think you can tell that in someone's... Appearance. Yeah, you can actually. I mean, if you, you're wearing a, a grey T-shirt, yeah, I won't wear this on a first date. What would you wear? A shirt, maybe. What depends. sort of shirt? I don't know, like a shirt, a nice shirt, I'd buy a new shirt from Topman or something. Mm. Yeah, what would you wear? I'd wear a shirt. Yeah, maybe, maybe a jacket, maybe a blazer, nice coat. Yeah, shoes. Probably not from Topman though. Shoes, you'd wear. Shoes. Partially because I'm now in my late twenties as opposed to my early twenties. What's wrong with Topman when you're twenty-seven? Not when we top when you're 27. Right, what were those rules again? N- don't mention sex. Sex, let me write this down, come. Money. Money, yep. Politics. Politics. Health. 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 With an H. Health. And religion. Really? Oh, God. What else can you talk about? Football. No, don't mean, well, certainly not with me. I might fall into a coma. Would vaginal reconstruction surgery come under sex? It would come under sex and <laughs> under health. Why would you mention that on a first day? Clearly, I think she needs to go and see a psychologist. <laughs> Beggars believe, and then going on about your psycho ex. Don't mention your ex, are you funny? No, I, keep it light, keep it bright, keep it gay. Yes. That's generally the, the, the rule of thumb. <laughs> Should we read another out? Sitting here with what's William the posh, Wordsworth. What's the posh word for funny? <laughs> I, I'm not going to answer that. Vagina. Fanny is a character in Jane Austen. Let's put it that way. Um, we have had a Facebook post. Oh, yeah. I was at a restaurant with this girl. She had long, straight hair. We had a very nice time until the end of the dinner when she decided to use her long hair as a dental floss. No. Her hair was still connected to her head when she did it. Then she wiped her hair with her fingers, flung it back and proceeded to talk as if nothing was weird about what she had just done. My question to you is, what should you do on a first date when the person opposite you is doing something quite clearly disgusting? Oh my God, why would you do that on a first It's like picking your nose, you wouldn't do that on a first date, would you? No, I think someone's table manners, and I'm going to sort of class that as table manners. Okay. Broader sense of the word. 
uh, are certainly if someone was eating like a pig, then I wouldn't want to go on a date with them. If someone was eating like a pig, would you say something to them? No, of course I wouldn't say something to them. I mean, I might slip them my business card at the end of the date, but but other than that, I I would just clock it. But and I think it's I, I'm being brutally honest here. I think it is very important how your partner's table manners are. I wouldn't go out with someone that didn't hold their cutlery properly. That's that's something you believe strongly in, isn't I it? I do, absolutely, and that's yeah. one of the things that I would look for. So what would you do hmm. if the date is using her hair as, as dental floss? I would probably call her out on it in a polite way. Would you? I would say, well, it's, it's a novel use for your hair. Are you dental flossing your teeth for your hair? Hmm. You'd have to say that. Well, you'd say that, wouldn't you? You'd be like, I'm, I'm, I'm sorry, just... Stop the ride, I want to get off. Are you actually dental flossing your teeth with your hair? Because that is So you're going to be more upfront about it? Yeah. You would. With something like that, that's weird. I mean, if they're doing that on a first... I bet bet she's into feet and all that kind of stuff. Just because she flossed her hair with her teeth? Yeah. I don't think you can jump to that conclusion. She'll have a foot fetish. She'll be into... I mean, if you're flossing... I mean, she might be a bit weird, yes. But but I would also say, if she's doing that, what's her other sort of personal hygiene and standards like? Yeah, that's true. Let's not dwell on that too much. I bet she doesn't wash her hands when she goes for a wee. Well, quite. Or a poo. And let's move on to our final dilemma. Let's. (laughs) Before this bonnet goes to me head anymore, I'm pissed, me. Good evening, William and Jordan. Just a quick message about a terrible first date of mine. It was a blind date and we went for a meal. Everything seemed to be going okay until the bill came. He quickly took out his wallet and said, there's my half. It may seem like an outdated complaint in this modern day and age, but I'm not ashamed to say that I appreciate old-fashioned values. Mm -hmm. The next day, he wanted to arrange another date. Needless to say, I did not see this gentleman again. The age-old question then... How do we go about paying for the bill in the modern age? Fantastic question. This is something I believe strongly in. So many people get get worried about this, because, okay. especially if you're British, because it involves finance, and people get very worried about, yeah. about that, and we don't like public displays of money in this yeah. country. Because, like, like, uh, my dad was saying to me, like, Americans openly tell each other how much they earn and stuff, don't they? Mm. You know, in work. Well, and Saudis and, and Russians and Middle Easterns in general. The, yeah, it's quite a British Chinese. thing, that. Because you'd never ask anyone at work what they're on. Oh, you? I, I finished a talk in 2011 when I first went to China. I had finished a talk in Shenzhen, just outside of Hong Kong. And, uh, uh, You're very well travelled. Thank you. And a man came up to me and said, oh, thank you very much for the talk. How much do you earn in a month? Right. Yes. And what did you say? Well, I've, I've passed out. Uh, how much do you earn in a month? Don't be rude. Is it rude? See, I, I'd never actually ask. I wouldn't. I that. wouldn't talk about that with. Well, I wouldn't talk about that with my best friend. I wouldn't talk about that with some man I've met halfway across the world. Whereabouts in China was that? Shenzhen. Shenzhen. Mm. Outside Hong Kong. Yes. I've never even been to Alton Towers. Never mind China. Well, if you do go, the Langham, very nice hotel in right. Shenzhen. Okay. Black and white. Who should pay for the bill? Should the gentleman pay for the bill? If it's a man and a woman, yep. then yes, on the first date, conventionally, I the agree. man should pay. I agree, definitely. We found something we agree on. Yes, I definitely agree with that. Same-sex couples. Whoever initiated the date. Right. So, so if I said to you, Jordan, let's let's go down, let's go to the Savoy Grill, then I would pay. Yeah. Whereas if you had said to me, come on, William, let's go to McDonald's. Yeah. You would pay. So I won't take you McDonald's. I'll take you pizza at least. So if I offered you out... For, like, you, Oi, get outside! If I offered you out on a date, I'd have to pay. 
If you offered me out, were you my pimp? No. <laughs> if I offered you out on a date... If you asked me out... If I asked... That's the word I'm... Well, yeah, that's the word I'm looking for. If I asked you out on a date, mm. I would be the person that had to pay. Yes. Yeah, I agree with that. So that's really good. I don't, I don't know about you if you're listening. I mean, I'd if the date today. went terribly... Yeah. And it was a first date, then perhaps you could split the bill. Okay. If there was zero chance of another date, but other than that... Yeah. Man pays. So the proper etiquette way, is that the right thing? Mm. Okay. It'll do. To summarise, the proper way, and I'm glad we've ended on this, to pay for a bill is if it's a man and a woman, the gentleman should pay. On the first date. On the first date. If it's a same-sex couple... Whoever initiated. Whoever initiated. Correct. Yeah. I, I believe in that. Even in 2018, I believe that, you know, the gentleman should pay. So have you learned something? Yes. I have learned all sorts of things, uh, such as if we were going to go on a date together, you'd take me to Pizza Hut. Yep. Or Pizza Express if you're lucky. Or Pizza Express. If it's a Wednesday and I've got a voucher, you're definitely going there. Oh, hey, big spender. <laughs> Would we have a sloppy Giuseppe? I beg your pardon? Would we have a sloppy Giuseppe? If you want a sloppy Giuseppe, yeah, you're more than welcome to one. If he's free. <laughs> So don't, don't forget, if you want our help with something else, then you can tweet us at sextedmyboss. Or you can email us help at sextedmyboss.com. You can just get in touch if you need advice on anything, any particular problems, anything you've wanted to ask the UK's leading etiquette expert, anything you want to ask me, although I don't really know. I could help you. Had for dinner, you know, yeah. anything... Tweet us at sextedmyboss, email help at sextedmyboss.com. And if you liked our podcast, if you liked Help I Sexted My Boss with me, Jordan North, and my good friend, William Hansen, do tell your friends and, and give us a rating. Yes, that would be jolly nice. William has promised to streak across Brookingham Palace lawn every time we get a five-star rating. I absolutely have not. That's made that perfectly clear. Would you do that? No, I would not. Would you do it for a grand? Goodbye. Next time on Help, I Sexted My Boss. I could have been an etiquette coach if only I was born a total fucking bellend. <laughs>
Roundabout Season 2, presented by Nissan, is live now with new episodes rolling out every Thursday. Listen and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. Acast helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. Acast.com.